This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go. It's the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We're halfway home, and um, we're excited about today's little show here from Studio B. Daniel Salerson is with me. I'm Sean Kelly. We've got a great lineup, including David Wesley. It is a Wesley Wednesday, and we're going to talk Saints football as well in preparation for their matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, congratulations to Drew Brees, named NFC Offensive Player of the Week today. Ho-hum, 19th time as a member of the Black and Gold. Drew Brees uh, takes home the award after his uh, outstanding performance against the Dallas Cowboys. That was a, it was great. It was really great to see him come back from uh, missing the week and, and now being recognized for the 19th time. Uh, Drew will speak to the media later this afternoon. That's a part of kind of the Wednesday routine, and we'll all be excited to hear about uh, how his arm is feeling uh, after Quite a workout on Sunday. Injured or not, he was uh, through the air a lot. What was it, 41 pass attempts, I think was the number. Um, so, anyway, I'm sure he'll have uh, some more good news for us this afternoon. I'm hoping for that. There was some off-the-field news or some transactions yesterday, obviously. The uh, Saints uh, brought along a punter, Brandon Fields, longtime Miami Dolphin punter. As a matter of fact, I think he was a pro bowler two years ago in 2013. But uh, he has been brought in because they're unsure – of uh, Thomas Morstead's quad injuries. As a matter of fact, Coach Payton talked about uh, Morstead and where things stand this morning on his media conference call. I, I think with Thomas's injury, I, I think it's it's much sooner than later, and and yet at, at the same time, we've got to be prepared in the case we don't have him for this weekend. So we have some rock, roster flexibility, um, but yes. So Fields was brought in. Uh, Joe Morgan was cut yesterday. Uh, those were probably the more significant moves. There was three or four, but those are the more significant transactions for the Saints uh, yesterday on Tuesday. Uh, more from Coach Payton. Again, his first uh, his first time to speak, I guess, since we got clear of the Dallas game, was a conference call this morning. And he did look back to last Sunday and reference the return of the three defenders that had been um, – close to getting back they did return in a limited way on Sunday and of course I'm speaking about Jarris Bird, Keenan Lewis and Danelle Ellerby and coach talked about their return how they were used Sunday and how this goes forward yeah you know Bird we thought played well uh all of them all of them had a certain role more in the nickel or third down package than than in the base um you know Keenan had had balls thrown away from him um I think Ellerby playing in the weak side backer position uh, did, a, did a really good job uh, oftentimes in coverage. Uh, we played a lot of man-to-man, and uh, whether his assignment was the back or the tight end, uh, he did well. Um, I think from a rep standpoint, a snap standpoint, you know, all three of those guys handled the first week back, um, and that transition then continues. Of course, uh, Coach Payton now looking forward to this weekend – and a matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles, and a matchup against some old friends. Of course, you know, Darren Sproles has been really the only thing good going for the Eagles right now on the offensive side slash special teams um, situation. And then defensively, we'll see Malcolm Jenkins, who 
I think still is held in high regard in every hallway in this building, and that includes the head coach's office too. Uh, you know, that was one of those moves, and there have been several along the way here over the last couple of years of having to move forward for various reasons with some of the veterans uh, and the leaders of this franchise, you know, in what has been the special time in, in the team's history. Jenkins, uh, you know, got basically – a glowing reflection today from Coach Payton, rightfully so. Absolutely. We are just two seconds ago talking about him. Um, he's a fantastic leader. He's tough. He's smart. Every time you go down the hallways, anytime you pass by the defensive room, he was watching tape. And uh, you're watching him now. He's, he's, he's one of the better defenders, uh, if not one of the top defenders for that team right now. And, and – He's playing at a high level. He plays left safety for them, uh, and then he comes down in the nickel at times, depending on their personnel. Um, you know, I can't say enough good things about him. You know, he he, he epitomized what we were looking for uh, when he came in here. He played nickel that Super Bowl year. He's got a lot of position versatility in that he can play over a slot. He can play back in the half. He can play in the third. Um, close to the ball, he's effective. So, all in all, he's he's a real good football player. And of course, Jenkins is truly appreciated by his new head coach. Um, you know, even even moving now to a more advanced age, Jenkins uh, is is making the same kind of impact it seems in Philadelphia that he did with the New Orleans Saints. Here's Philadelphia head coach Chip Kelly from this morning. Yeah, he's been a tremendous asset, um, not only with his leadership but with his playing. I mean, he's. I think he leads our team in special team tackles right now. Um, he, he's a real selfless player. Will do whatever is asked of him to to contribute to uh, the team. Um, you know, has played safety for us, has played nickel for us, has been a great player for us on special teams. Uh, he never comes off the field. Uh, he's always in great condition. Uh, he's he's such a student of the game. He, it seems like he's in this building, you know, 24/7. He's the real leader on the back end of our defense. Um, smart, intelligent player, um, great work ethic. You know, we were, we're real excited to have him, and he, he's a cog that we've built our secondary around. All right, a couple of thoughts there from each of the head coaches as they spoke to the media via conference call earlier today. Uh, Baseball-wise, we'll be watching Pirates and Cubs tonight, won't we? And as a Cardinals fan, I'm not sure who I want to win. Uh, i got to be real honest with you. Um, it would do my heart and soul great joy if the Cubs got bounced <laughs> um, but that means then you'd face the Pittsburgh Pirates starting on Friday um, so I don't know by the way congratulations to our friends in H-Town the Houston Astros pretty remarkable story uh, knocked out the Yankees last night so that was that was fun too it's my favorite time of the year uh, it's one of my favorite days of the week Wednesday that means David Wesley's coming up up next though we're going to visit with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and Dave Spadaro, who writes for PhiladelphiaEagles.com. And begin our process after this. The Pelicans Pick 6 Plan, presented by Domino's, is the opportunity to pick the games right for you. Ticket packages are the only way to score access to the biggest games, including a matchup against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus, each plan comes with a free Domino's pizza. Six game packages start as low as $54. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to score your pick six plan today. 
Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. It's the hottest comedy event of the year, the Comedy Get Down World Tour with Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, Eddie Griffin, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. One hilarious night of comedy with the funniest comedians in the country. Get ready to laugh like you've never laughed before with Cedric the Entertainer, Eddie Griffin, D.L. Hughley, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. Saturday, November 21st, 8 p.m. in the Smoothie King Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. The Comedy Get Down World Tour. It's the best comedy show, period. Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. Well, the New Orleans Saints continue through the treacherous NFC East waters uh, this weekend when they travel to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. And uh, the conversation begins here on this Wednesday with Dave Spadaro from PhiladelphiaEagles.com. How are things in Philly today, Dave? Unsettled, I think, is a good word. <laughs> um, you know, nobody really saw a 1-3 start coming. So there's a bit of panic in the streets, and then there's the injury situation, which is significant for this football team that is really unresolved and likely won't be resolved uh, until Sunday morning. So what do we know here today, uh, even with all that angst and uncertainty in the city of brotherly love? Well, I think when you look at this team, the offensive line, first of all, the offense has been so shockingly inconsistent that it's just people are still, I mean, every day Chip Kelly's asked the same questions, and the answer is always kind of the same. We need to execute better. We need to call plays better. Um, the offensive line has been really kind of ripped apart by injuries. They had some significant changes in the off season, of course, with their new guards. Uh, they expected left tackle Jason Peters to play at a Pro Bowl level and right tackle Lane Johnson to play at that high level. Jason Kelsey, a returning Pro Bowl player, has not worked out from day one. The run game with DeMarco Murray and Ryan Matthews has been severely stunted by pressure defenses that have been penetrating. Quarterback Sam Bradford has looked better, three touchdown passes last week, but has really taken some hits in the pocket. And the Eagles, until last week, didn't get anything going down the field. So, I mean, in three halves, three full halves this season, the Eagles have scored zero points. I mean, it is really shocking. So, And despite all that, you know, the team will say, uh, we are a couple of plays away from being 3-1 and one rather than 1-3. and three. And that's kind of the nature of the NFL. You've got to make plays at the right time, and the Eagles haven't done that. Yeah, I think that's the case, too, in a 1-3 and three start with the New Orleans Saints. Um, with mm-hmm. that being said, Dave, have you seen any signs that would indicate that the Eagles can get this right? I mean, it's still so early. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of talent here. It's, it's, it does remind you that continuity is king in the NFL, and it takes a while for all of this to come together. And the way the rules are in the offseason, you don't have a lot of time on the field and contact kind of drills to really make things right. And I think people are talking about that all around the league, how the offensive line situation is so desperate with so many teams. And, um, uh, yeah, there's signs. I mean, uh, the skill position people are very talented here. The scheme is very uh, successful. It has been for two years. Uh, They do have the three stalwarts up front, although Jason Peters and Lane Johnson are ailing Mm -hmm. and questionable, I would say, for Sunday against the Saints. 
the defense has been much better than last year. They haven't given up as many big plays down the field, uh, but they gave up a 15-play, 90-yard drive to lose at Washington on Sunday. Um, special teams are very solid and capable of winning games with Darren Sproles. Kicking game has been inconsistent with Cody Parkey's injury. Caleb Sturgis misses two field goals or two kicks last week, one extra point, one field goal. I mean, there's signs that it can get better. The NFC East is really mired in mediocrity. Most of the NFC is. I don't think anybody gives up hope after the first quarter of the season. But there is certainly a very slim margin for error with this football team. They got to win on Sunday. If if there's panic in the streets, I'm just using your words, um, mm-hmm. Dave, what would a loss for the Eagles do this weekend to the rest of that outlook? Well, then that, when I say fan, panic in the streets, it's the fan base that's really yeah. – I mean, they came in with incredibly high expectations and still have those expectations, as does the team. But it was so startling, this this first four games. You know, the way the offense performed in the preseason, you know, kind of people thinking this is going to be a high-flying offense – and then the second week of the season, you know, first first week of scoreless first half or three points against uh, Atlanta. Then Dallas comes along and the Eagles couldn't get anything going offensively. Uh, a, a win against the Jets where the Eagles nearly blew a 24-point lead and then a, another come-from-behind loss against Washington. A, a loss this week, boy, I mean, put, put you at one and four in a division. It doesn't knock you out of the division because the best team right now is the rest of the teams are two and two. So. It just puts you in a deeper hole, and um, Eagles need to win at home. Saints are a quality team, but they're playing on the road. Uh, Eagles have two home games here against New Orleans, against the New York Giants. Uh, it's look, you guys are in the same situation. Got to win. The the difference with the Eagles and the Saints is that in in the Saints division, you've got two undefeated teams, right? So your your hole is a little bit deeper. Uh, so for both teams, it's very critical time to win. Yeah, no doubt about it. There's no, uh, there's no argument on this end about that. Dave Spadaro with us from PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Uh, Dave, when you look at this, uh, this individual matchup, this particular weekend, Eagles and Saints, uh, what are the things that you think make this, uh, this matchup unique? Other than the, you know, the kind of, you know, got to take care of the ball, we need to be balanced, all those things that both teams are going to talk about. What will the Eagles be thinking about with regard to their showdown with the Saints here? Somehow this football team needs to put points on the board early, and they just haven't done it. Now, we all watched the Saints beat the Cowboys on Sunday night. Thank you very much. Uh, really impressive performance from New Orleans, from Drew Brees. Everybody's wondering about his arm. He comes out there and just gets it done, and really talented back to that. But from the Eagles' standpoint, they've got to figure out some way to get a lead. And, uh, you know, that that involves getting the running game going, and, I mean, DeMarco Murray's averaging less than two yards a carry. It's, it's stunning. And so I, if you start there and say, hey, this team, uh, if they can run the football, can score some points, I think everybody believes that to be the case. They just haven't been able to run the football. And, and I think that's priority number one against New Orleans and really against every team. How can you figure out a way to get this running game going? Is it too early to tell what the weather's going to be like in an outdoor facility this weekend, or do yeah, you have an no, idea? It's, it's a, yeah, it's supposed to be nice, 60s, okay. mid, mid to high 60s. It's a 1 o'clock start. It should be really nice. All right. That sounds like, that sounds like a winner to me. Every time, every time I'm in Philly, Dave, with the basketball team, it's like 28 <laughs> degrees and cloudy, and, but that's just basketball season. So Yeah, you're just a little spoiled in, the, in those December, January, <laughs> February, March months. I mean, sorry. Um, it should be a really beautiful fall day. And a great, I think it's a really great matchup. I mean, I think the Saints, uh, 
made some significant changes in the offseason, right? Some personnel decisions. A lot of people saying, hey, what happened there? The Eagles doing the same thing. I think both teams finding out that injuries play a big factor early on, as does chemistry. And, and now it's time to see just how quickly these teams, these coaches can get these teams together. Absolutely. I really like, you know, as far as the intrigue and storylines go, it's a dandy this weekend. Dave, thank you yeah. so much. We'll look forward to seeing you this weekend. Great. Thank you so much. You got it. Dave Spadaro with us from PhiladelphiaEagles.com again Sunday. It's the Saints and the Eagles up in the city of brotherly love. We'll take a break. When we come back, David Wesley joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit in a blender because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to firm up for summer or last longer in the gym, make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. If you're looking to purify your diet, hurry in and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Guess what day it is? Hump day? Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. All right, Black and Blue Report continues on a Wesley Wednesday with David Wesley himself, television analyst for Fox Sports New Orleans, former superstar. David, I didn't know if you'd show. <laughs> I didn't know if you'd show up today. Why not? It's Wesley Wednesday. I don't miss a Wesley Wednesday. Well, this is after your Dallas Cowboys took it on the chin in overtime on Sunday Night Football. Oh, we're throwing uh, shots fired early, huh? Just, I, I have been okay, waiting okay. two days to say that. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to that game, and uh, yeah, wasn't wasn't the uh, wasn't the game I was expecting to see? You know, with the struggles of the Saints and Cowboys, not just lighting the world on fire, but I thought they the way they've been playing on the road. I thought for sure they'd find a way to win it yep well go saints huh yeah go saints absolutely yeah. I, I couldn't lose i'll say that i couldn't lose <laughs> no you couldn't you couldn't i'm just being a little salty i'm a little mad at daniel today by the way why what did he do well it's more of what i did but i'm going to blame it on him oh good see daniel's birthday was monday and Happy birthday, daniel <laughs> yeah he's nodding um and so you know when i come in hey well you know so what's going on today you know how things all that I, I would have thought, hey, you know, it's my birthday. We have a little, you know, me and the wife are going to have a little birthday dinner tonight. Something, right? You know? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. So I go home, and about 10, uh, 45 p.m., I guess it was, I got on InstaFace. I mean, uh, Facebook, whatever that is, the, 
um, you know, trying to catch <laughs> yeah. up because I had been on there like in a week. And, you know, it says uh, today is Daniel Salerson's birthday. And I'm like, that little son of a. And uh, yeah. and then I wasn't here yesterday. Daniel hosted. And so today I I gave him a bunch of crap uh, when it was my fault that I didn't realize it was Daniel's birthday. But I found a way to blame it on him. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. Nice. That's, that's the way friends do it. Yes. So this yeah, is yeah. my. This is my explanation for being a little salty with you at the start, and this is my really cr- uh, twisted way of saying happy birthday to Daniel on our show today. Excellent. Uh, you did a great job, by the way. I'm not really. I'm sure you love that. I'm not being a very good friend, am I? No party? No party? Where's the party, Daniel? Yeah, right. Yeah, Daniel, where's the party? How many, by the way? What do you, What are you always celebrating? 20, 28. <laughs> Remember 28, Dub? Uh it's a passing, passing memory. Indeed. Oh, fading fast. Uh, Wesley Wednesday. Let's get back to the task at hand here because I don't want to dwell on the fact that I'm nowhere near 28 anymore. Um, back to work uh, this week for the Pelicans here in Metairie and a preseason game on Friday. But let's go back to last week. Um, what were your takeaways now that you've had time to think about it from week one of training camp and preseason game number one for your New Orleans Pelicans? Well, I think there's – Good reason to be optimistic about this team. I, I like that first half, the way the guys played together. I even went back and watched the first half when I got back to New Orleans, and I saw a lot of good things. And the, the interesting thing about this offense is it's kind of a read and react. There are no – like some offenses, you go here, you go here, you go here. This offense is more free-flowing, and you read defenses, you take different options. Maybe you take the same option three or four times to set your guy up for that fifth time through. And then all of a sudden you cut to the basket, you're wide open, or you, you roll five times and then you pop and you're wide open. So basketball IQ is going to be a must to play in this offense, but it can be really, really good if you, if you really know how to read defenses and, and play off of other people. Can they get this all figured out in the preseason, or is it going to bleed over into the regular season? It's definitely going to bleed over into the regular season. Again, it's one of those rhythm things. You kind of get to know what players are looking for, what they're doing, uh, and I don't think all of them, I don't think all players know exactly what they're trying to, to accomplish. When that starts flowing, it'll, it'll be more automatic. It'll definitely bleed into the, the season. Uh, I would expect them to start picking up some real, you know, understanding probably, you know, hopefully by December. Um, but I think it takes a while to kind of figure out all the things that go on. Again, if there are a bunch of healthy bodies, they still have to figure out who's scoring and who's doing what and, and you know, just trying to play with each other. That, that kind of stuff takes time. The team is kind of, in and out, parts in, parts out, parts in, parts out. Guys not really playing the way they expect to, and 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 so hopefully everybody can come out, uh, you know, full pace and get started so they can start to learn, you know, what each other want. Yeah, I was at a dinner with Coach Gentry last night, David, and he brought up something very interesting in speaking about Anthony Davis, and he pointed this out, and I guess I didn't know this, and it, and and. It doesn't make sense in some ways, but in other ways it makes perfect sense. He said that basically when Anthony Davis plays 30 minutes a game, his numbers and the team's numbers are through the roof. 
any time that he plays beyond 30 minutes in a game, the fall-off would almost give you a nosebleed. And so with that being said, how hard is it for a head coach to have a player like Anthony Davis and say, okay, if these are the numbers and they're that dramatic, I'm only going to play him 30 minutes a night as opposed to I'd want to play him every waking second he has. Do you get what I'm saying here? I, I definitely do, and it's going to be hard because automatically from his first three years, you already feel like when he's on the floor, the team is better. So let's say like the other night where he only played half, not even half the game. He had 18-8. and eight. But that was a good 18-8 because he was fresh and he was going at that Anthony Davis kind of pace. Obviously, when you get into 35, 40 minutes, he can't play at that pace that long. And and nobody really can. You know, they, they coast along, coast along, and then they hit you for 10. And they coast along, coast along, hit you for six more. It, it, it's very hard to play at a level like that every single night for the whole season. So I can see how that is, but I can also see when he's not on the floor, that emptiness to say, we got to get him back in. And then you got to figure out what – 15 and 15 in each half, do you play him and make sure that he's fresh and ready to go? So I guess it's a good problem to have, but I'm sure it's going to be hard to keep him 30 minutes. Man, I just it'd be like getting a Ferrari and, and you can only drive it 30 minutes as opposed to 38, you know? Or, or you can only drive it 50 miles an hour instead of top speed. Well, I'm doing that. <laughs> well, you can't. No, you, uh, you, you've just been restricted to to 30 miles an hour, you can't, or 50 miles an hour, you can't go above that. I, I see even when traffic, even when traffic is going 70, you still have to go 50. <laughs> You're a ball of fun here. Um, yes. <laughs> point well taken. Let me uh, let me ask you this to wrap up Wesley Wednesday here. Uh, preseason game number two on Friday against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, what what would be natural for me to look for uh, in calling the game on Friday, and what should fans be listening for in this next step? Well, I think, again, it, it, it continues with the pace, how well guys are running. Um, I, I would think that because this is, in addition to figuring out the offense, the time to get in shape, guys may play a little bit more time. But the execution of the offense, once they, they run, they don't have anything, how well are they getting shots? You know they want to get them up quick. They played in camp with eight, uh, what was it, 18-second shot clock. Mm-hmm. So, they want to move at a faster pace. They want to get more shots. But are they reading defenses and getting wide-open shots, or are they making it up? So good ball movement, execution, you know, all those things, getting that timing thing, those are the kind of things that I'm looking for. And, of course, can you are you in shape enough to then go back on the other end and play defense, which is going to be hard. Yep, yep. I'm going to apologize for being salty and shooting across the bow there at the start of the interview. It's okay. That's okay. Friends allow friends to be salty. Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm glad that most of the things that we say to each other never makes air. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a great thing. It we is. wouldn't have jobs. Although Daniel <laughs> apparently has a, uh, a file of all the things that we say to each other on tape but doesn't make air that he's threatened me with for four years now. Yeah, I'm sure he has some stuff with me. I probably uh, wouldn't be happy if he let out each so. Yep. So. He has a lot of ammunition. Maybe next year we need to remember his birthday. I was just I was just <laughs> going to say that. Let's make sure that next year um, 
we remember early October that we better be on red alert. That sounds good. Okay. My friend, uh, thanks again for all your help last week, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week this week. You too. Have fun in Jacksonville. Thank you, sir. We'll be there, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. David Wesley with us, of course, on a Wesley Wednesday. Great talking about the Pelicans. So much to talk about as training camp continues. We'll continue on the Black and Blue Report in just a moment. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. Thanks, of course, for spending part of your Wednesday with us. We always love it when you uh, take no appointment radio, the Black and Blue Report, uh, along your day. And we certainly thank our guest today, Dave Spadaro from PhiladelphiaEagles.com. David Wesley on a Wesley Wednesday. I'd say my number one job this afternoon is to make sure that I lock down the voice of the Saints for tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Shouldn't be any trouble. He's always uh, gracious enough to join us. We'll have Jim Henderson for tomorrow's uh, show. We'll also touch upon the Pelicans' upcoming road trip, that's for sure. And uh, who knows who else will stop by. Enjoy the baseball tonight. I think it'll be fun. And, um, you know, good luck stealing the remotes if you're like a household. Well, it's not Thursday yet. See, on Thursday, I just pretty much have given up. I got to go somewhere else. to if, if, the, if the Thursday night football game intrigues me, then I have to make special plans because in the Kelly household, this Kelly is not winning the remote with Grey's Anatomy and Scandal. I'm just, I'm, I've come to grips with that. I think my old age is, is giving me perspective and, and learning better how to pick my battles. I've gotten sidetracked on you here. I'm sorry about that. Thanks again to our guests. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow because it will be a great Thursday here on the Black and Blue Report. For Daniel Salerson, I'm Sean Kelly. Don't forget you can always follow the show at Black Blue Report on Twitter. Or you can also follow me at Sean Kelly Live. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.